we sometimes take that for, take that for granted. We have a brand. New York has a brand. And when people see it, it means something. You know, when we go there, it's not, Kansas doesn't have a brand. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, when you go there, okay, you're from Kansas. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, you know what? <laughs> but New York has a brand. I don't own a storefront. I don't work retail. I don't have any investments in any kind of retail or grocery stores or anything like that. I am just a YouTuber who makes videos for you and a podcast, by the way, because the show is available in podcast form, Apple and Spotify's podcasting platform. And that's how I make my living. Thanks to you guys out there in the audience. I am able to support myself doing this, bringing you these stories and all that. And I'm genuinely appreciative of that. But the thing is, one of the things that absolutely bothers me is watching these videos of people just stealing everything off the shelves, is hearing from these store owners on my local news begging politicians to do what's right and actually institute some consequences because they're losing their livelihood. And even though I make a decent living, seeing the prices of everything go up at the stores that I shop at, having to call an attendant for regular everyday items that didn't used to be locked up, don't look for detergent on these grocery store shelves. There are none to grab. But you can't keep your Tide on the shelves anymore? No, which is a big inconvenience for the customer and for the worker. Want aspirin? The cashier has to unlock the glass case to grab the medicine. All of those things bother the hell out of me, and they should bother you. And if they don't, guess what? I'm going to show you video after video of these insane organized retail thieves until you get mad and hopefully take some kind of action. Hopefully contact your prosecutor, your elected legislature, and get them to institute some damn consequences for these people because I'm tired of hearing about how all these thieves are just trying to feed their family. They're just innocent Aladdins. You guys have heard me say the word Aladdin so many times on this channel, I'm sure you're sick of it. Well, because nothing has changed, because I'm essentially shouting into the abyss on this channel, we're gonna reset run it again until you guys get it until everybody gets it because new york city's brand essentially is this kind of looting that's right eric adams new york city does have a brand and that brand is stained by the grubby hands of thieves all over every kind of merchandise we have a brand new york has a brand supermarkets bodegas and grocery stores saying enough's enough they're joining forces to put an end to the surge in shoplifting their biggest complaint repeat offenders sharon crowley has more on how they say it's time for tougher punishments so the retailers are trying to unite to lobby the government in order to institute some kind of strict punishments for shoplifters and they emphasize bodegas and grocery stores and all that however the thievery in the city of new york in the state of new york goes well beyond that. And the culprit of this, for those of you who are unaware, for those of you who think that this might be a Scooby-Doo level mystery, is in fact bail reform. The fact that if you steal, even if you do it over and over and over again, you will be released same day automatically only to do it again. The consequences have been removed from the thieves, so now we're seeing thievery and organized retail thefts escalate beyond a point where anybody could have imagined. Back in my right aid, and there's nothing to steal because this Rite Aid, like so many other Rite Aids, is closing down because everybody stole everything. It is getting out of hand in New York City. The place that Michael Rappaport is, the Upper East Side, 
is one of the most historically wealthy places, not just in the city of New York, but in the country. Seriously, if you read old novels, they will talk about the wealth and the grandeur of the Upper East Side. If you go visit it, what you'll find is that a lot of the storefronts are actually built in what used to be Gilded Age mansions. So historically, it is one of the places that is known for wealth, and you don't expect all this thievery to be going on and shutting down all the businesses, but in this area in particular, this historic shopping area, this historic brick-and-mortar store area, we're seeing closure after closure due to the fact that these people are allowed to steal unchallenged. And the thing is, I talked about how bail reform is an obvious thing that's causing this, but this is also Manhattan, New York that we're talking about, so we have District Attorney Alvin Bragg, who refuses to prosecute anybody for any anything so even if we had a sensible bail policy that said you know what when you get caught 215 times stealing from this place we're gonna throw you in jail alvin bragg wouldn't charge that person with any adequate charge he doesn't pursue the prosecutions so the thieves come time and time again and they end up stealing from these pharmacies and all these other locations to the point where they shut down and i just want to point out that we went through a pandemic. We went through a thing where we had a national campaign to distribute the vaccine. Just set aside what you think about the vaccine and all of that for a second. And think about what he's talking about in terms of a store. He's talking about Rite Aid. This is a pharmacy. It's part of the Walgreens company or the Walgreens family of companies. And they're closing all these locations despite the fact that they're getting giant subsidies to distribute vaccine from state and federal government. So they're basically being created and artificially boosted up as a point where people can come in and not only get their shot but buy stuff because they're already there. And guess what? They're still shutting down in record numbers. They're still going away. And the people who live in these neighborhoods have to be without a pharmacy due to the fact that thievery is just going unchallenged. When actor and comedian Michael Rappaport posted about shoplifting on the Upper East Side, it drew national attention to a problem many small business owners say is getting out of hand in New York City. I mean, it's just absurd. New York is so depowered in terms of your ability to have self-defense that you see a security guard watching the thief walk out with all the stuff, essentially meaning that the security guard is just there to make you believe that if you try to steal something, something might happen. But in reality, if you actually steal something, the security guard won't stop you at all. He'll just let you walk out. Somebody will film it on their phone so that they can have evidence, so that they could send that evidence to DA Alvin Bragg so that he can crap on that evidence because he doesn't care about prosecuting anyone. Remember, the only person that Alvin Bragg seriously tried to prosecute related to retail crime was Jose Alba, who defended himself on video against somebody who came behind the counter to attack him. That's somebody that he charged with murder, despite the fact that Alba was a 60-plus-year-old man attacked behind the counter, was being grabbed up by this career felon, by the way, also let out by bail reform and all these other woke criminal justice policies, and he did what he had to do to get out of that situation. So the thieves in New York City, the violent criminals, get to run wild, but the moment that you defend yourself, 
that's when Alvin Bragg, the Sean King, George Soros-backed district attorney, will crack down on you. That's when he has a problem. That's when he steps up. That's when he remembers that the district attorney's office is not a criminal advocacy organization, but is actually there to prosecute. Thieves repeatedly stealing store merchandise. Now, the setup for this story was that grocers and deli managers have gotten together to lobby the city for stricter consequences. So I thought that Fox, the local affiliate, was going to show videos of these local stores being robbed, like the Rappaport video of the shoplifter just walking past the security guard. But instead, they show us this ridiculous video where this guy is trying to steal what looks like to be a 75-inch television. Now, obviously, he's stealing that television because he's trying to feed it to his family. I don't know if you guys know this, but Samsung TVs are very nutrient-dense, and that can feed his family for weeks. And this guy is not even having to be any kind of slick with this theft. Not that you can be slick with the 75-inch television theft, because he can barely pick it up. Not that anybody's trying to stop him. He's just struggling to steal it out of the store all on his own, even unimpeded. This is what we're watching. You know that show, Masterminds, that used to be on TV, where they would go over the slickest, smartest criminals and their sophisticated scams? This is the low level of criminality that people are just getting away with in the city of New York. This guy trying to steal a TV that he can't figure out how to lift by himself. It's embarrassing, it's humiliating, and again, people say that this guy is the victim because obviously he wouldn't be stealing that TV if not for the deep, sad socioeconomic factors that he has. And by sad socioeconomic factors, I mean he wants to watch the Super Bowl, his TV's only 65 inches, so he really needs a 70 to 85 inch television in order to do so. Some say with little or no consequences. Shop. Again, another example of people desperately stealing food for their family. You saw that group of people stealing handbags from a luxury store because we all know there is nothing more nutrient-dense, even more nutrient-dense than the Samsung television, than Gucci handbags, than Louis Vuitton handbags, and they're just doing it in broad daylight and people are just standing idle. I know that you see that there's mannequins in frame, but I'm telling you, there's also employees that are there and they can't do anything because they will face criminal consequences for daring to stop these people from stealing. And again, this is just another way that we end up funneling people into Amazon shopping because who wants to go to a store with no items on the shelves? How can these stores stay in business when theft is out of control? We're going to see a ton more people get fired from these retail locations all because the prosecution and the city and state of New York don't want to do their damn job and perform one of the basic purposes of government, which is protecting people's private property rights. Their fundamental human rights are being violated by these organized retail thieves, by these disorganized retail thieves, all because people want to have sympathy for them rather than those who are going out of business and everybody else who actually follows the law actually follows the rules, who ends up paying higher prices as a consequence to this constant theft. Lifters are unafraid when they come to the stores. They feel it's their right to take whatever they want and just walk out with it. Nelson El Sabio is with the National Supermarket Association. He and other bodega and grocery store owners have formed a group called Collective Action to Protect Our Stores. Now, like I said in the open, I love the show Masterminds. I love hearing about these criminals, whether it be in fiction or nonfiction works, that are slick, intelligent, that mastermind these great heists, and then ultimately end up slipping up, and that's what leads them to be caught. 
This guy ain't nobody's mastermind. He can't even shove the meat that he's stealing unimpeded into his backpack without dropping it. It's pathetic, it's humiliating, and they're getting away with it despite the fact that there is no effort being put into this criminality. It's absolutely shameful, this guy gets a 0 out of 10, but he's able to walk free because all you can do is capture this on video, feed it to the local news, because nobody's going to do anything about it. They have a list of demands for lawmakers that includes stiffer penalties for shoplifters. We need help. We're screaming out for help. Basically, that's what we're doing right now. Now, I know you might be a little bit confused about the window smashing and all this organized retail theft. You might think, wait a minute, the news media, the national news media, actually told me that that was civil rights protesting. But I am going to assure you that is not actually the case. This is just looting and thievery and criminality. Jason Ferreira runs three food town grocery stores in Queens. We catch someone shoplifting and we call the police it's a very slow response and it's very difficult to detain someone because you know we we don't want to have an altercation at the store he sent me this security video from his store in jackson heights it shows someone he calls the skirt steak bandit here you see this man steal skirt steaks from this angle you see the same person walk out of the grocery store without paying now fun fact when i first moved to new york when i was seven years old after my parents split up I actually moved to the Jackson Heights area, and by the way, not a very nice area, especially in the 1990s. Now, it had gotten better because Jackson Heights was near LaGuardia Airport, still is near LaGuardia Airport, but it was near there when planes used to be much louder, so all the property was dirt cheap, so you had a lot of broke people move in there, and it got better once planes got quieter, but overall, it's sad to see that Jackson Heights is back to exactly where it was, maybe worse so, because now you can't do anything about the thieves. And for those of you who are saying, look, that guy's just stealing food to feed his family. Remember, and you can see this on the video, he's not just stealing any food, he's stealing a premium cut of steak. In fact, you can actually see him in the video look at a different item, a cheaper cut of steak, toss it aside, and then grab the expensive stuff because that's what this is all about. And I've already talked about how you have to lock up all these other items and in certain places, in certain Walmarts in this country, that even includes premium cuts of steak, and this is not the world that I want to live in. Walmart now has steak locked up. You should not have to go up to the front and get an acrylic box of steaks to be unlocked because thievery is just that out of control. Basically, the way these stores are going to function is the way that retailers used to function, which is you go up to the store, you order things from a person, they do the shopping, come around and bring it to you, rather than you being able to walk through the store yourself. I guarantee you we're going to get to that point at some point in time due to the fact that this retail theft is out of control. And by the way, these aren't just one-offs. These aren't just your average poor person just so down on their luck stealing from all these places these are repeat offenders who keep doing it and they have long criminal histories that predate this thievery that we need to talk about in a crime briefing last week the nypd stated that shoplifting remains one of the top quality of life issues in the city adding that most shoplifters are repeat offenders we arrested 327 people 327 people that account for 30 percent of all the arrests Half of them, or almost half, are convicted felons. And guess what? 235 of them, so 235 out of 327 are walking around the streets of New York right now, guess, doing what? Unfortunately, making stores closed. So what he just said is that when they do catch people, it turns out that the same 327 people 
actually represent about 30% of all arrests. So these are repeat offenders, and about half of those people are convicted felons. And, unfortunately, because of the way our system works, the overwhelming majority, nearly two-thirds of these people, are out on the streets as they keep getting released over and over again until they drive stores out of business. And they cut to B-roll while this guy is explaining that, and I just want to point out how absurd the B-roll that they showed is. That's a laundry bag, a laundry bag that you would carry your clothes to the laundromat with, full of merchandise in this store, and nobody can do anything to stop this person. This is not an Aladdin that is just stealing a laundry bag load size of bread to feed his family or to feed the poor kids in his neighborhood. This is a retail thief who's just boldly committing this crime knowing that there are no consequences for it. And let's be clear, the reason this is happening, the problem that we have is a lack of consequences for the criminality. It's not poverty, it's not people having anxiety related to a recession or related to the pandemic or anything like that. As we went over time and time again on this channel, crime did not increase during the Great Recession. The greatest recession since the Great Depression and crime actually fell because we had the same policies that were instituted throughout the early 90s to mid 90s. In fact, stricter versions of that and that acted as a deterrent against this criminality. And for those of you who leave me comments saying, tough on crime has never reduced crime. There's no evidence that those policies reduce crime. Look at any chart of crime from the 90s to post the 90s. It is the greatest crime drop in the history of the country, all based on the fact that we as a nation, and by the way, this was a bipartisan idea, decided that the criminal was responsible for their criminality and they needed consequences for their actions. We had not only strict punishments against criminality, but we also had a large amount of social disdain for the criminal in our society. None of this sympathetic, oh, this guy might be a lad and oh, it's such a sad story or any of that. Both parties came together on a national crime bill, and across this country, different pieces of legislation were passed in order to strengthen penalties against those criminals. And spoiler alert, it worked. It was effective. Look at the numbers. You would have to be a total buffoon not to see it. But hey, those are just my thoughts. Maybe you're a buffoon and you disagree with me, so let me know your buffoonish opinion down in the comments below. If you like this video, then show them by leaving a like. Subscribe for more content. Follow me on each and every one of my social medias in the description box of this video. This has been me talking about rampant retail theft again in New York City. Again, till next time.